Welcome to the Paul Jacoby Podcast with your host, Paul Jacoby. And welcome to the Paul Jacoby Podcast. Uh, before we begin, I just want to remind everyone, please subscribe, guys. We, uh, we see a lot of you guys not subscribed yet, and we really need you to grow this brand. So please go ahead and click the subscribe button. I don't know, maybe smash a like or two, dude. I don't know, but... Without further ado, I would like to introduce today's guest on the podcast, the one and only ugly baby himself, Shay Freeman. How we yeah, doing, my man? I'm good, dude. What's up? And yeah, I'm the hundred subscriber. We just dude, number one zero zero. How's it? You feel it, like a champion? I right? do, honestly. Like there should have been streamers or whatever that come down. Like you could have handed me a check, dude. There was in my mind <laughs> when you click that button. I just saw a cascade of yeah. these little. What do you have like a thing that you're gonna do if you get to like a certain point? One thousand subscribers. Yeah, or like five hundred. Let's start small for a second. You, you only have a hundred. I, I I feel like I feel like there's a vibe here. I feel like <laughs> with you being number one hundred, there's there's a luck charm coming That's in. What I'm saying. And we're gonna we're gonna blow up. Oh, dude. I I we're I blowing hope so. up. I yeah. hope that this is the catalyst. Dude, for that. guess what episode you are too? Lucky number. Lucky number seven. That's seven. right. Seven. God damn. 100 subscribers. Wow. Lucky number seven, the one and only shape. That's a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure, but it does <laughs> it does speak in volumes because you do come from a gambling city of Tampa. I do. You know what's funny about you saying that? That's the second time I've heard that in 24 hours, and I don't think it is a gambling city. Like somebody said last night that Tampa is known for – it's gambling. And I forgot. Seminole the Casino. Well, yeah, it? we do. We do have a, a Hard Rock, which is a awesome place. I do love that place. But if anything, we're just kind of known for like cigars and pirates in a weird way. Like, well, I'll give you one guess of the first casino I've ever stepped foot in. Was it Seminole? Uh, yes, was it legally. Really? <laughs> you know, as a kid, I think I walked through like the Las Vegas casinos. Yeah. But uh, my freshman year of college. I went to my my uh, my roommates from was from Tampa. Yeah, we played football together. Oh, Shout out Benny Hunko. Yo, where? Yeah, yeah Tampa. He's a Tampa Catholic grad. Oh, my mom went yeah. there. Yeah, so big, yeah, you know, big Tampa. Oh, okay, eight one three. We don't have like a sign or anything, but um, or maybe we do. Eight, I just don't. Want, I don't one, want to three. do it. <laughs> uh, uh, we're, we'll try. We try. I'm too white to throw up any hey, signs. Dude, like, I'm I'm also too white to do pretty much anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm very limited. <laughs> In that field. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, dude, yeah, first time I went there, and um, Benny's mom actually smacked, like, two $10,000 really? things on the slot machine. She's like, yeah, she gave us both 100 bucks at the end of the day. She's well, how like, old were you? I was, I think it was 18. Okay. I or was 18 nine, when no, I first went there, too. Because it was spring break of mm. freshman year. Did you go to that steakhouse? They have like this super nice steakhouse in there. I don't think so. I, I would have loved to. I love the steakhouse. That was why I went. Steakhouse. It was my grandfather's birthday mm -hmm. and like me and my cousin, we wore suits and we, like we walked through Just the a casino. bunch of studs. Yeah, man. It was one of the coolest moments of my life. And I do love going to casinos, but I've never actually gambled there. You're the gambling baby. Yeah, yeah. I will. I, I mean, football season's right around the corner. I got Dude, that itch. You are, know? You, are you a Tampa Bay Buccaneers guy? Big time. Oh, big Love Bucks. me. Dude, I'm, I'm currently searching for a team. I, uh, I've invited Joey Bosa on the podcast. He has yet to respond. That would um, be sick. Well, I was like, well, he's an Ohio State guy. Yeah, I'm a big and Ohio he's a Charger. State fan. And the Just Chargers don't right have there, any guys. fans. 
There you go. Yeah, Chargers don't have any Chargers fans. Chargers have no until fans. Until they change their luck, yeah. you get me on board. But, Joey, you got to get on the podcast, bud. Please, hit him up. Sorry, that would be dude. sick. Come on, Joey. Yeah. My, no, my you, dad knows your mom and your dad. So, what, you're from Ohio? Yeah, so. You don't have, like, a Cleveland or Cincinnati love? Like, dude, that? Uh, so I grew up when. So I'm actually closest to Detroit. Oh, well, So yeah, I'm from Toledo, and we're 45 minutes south of Detroit. And. Detroit, I mean, like, when, yeah. when I lived there, I grew up all over the country. My dad's a traveling salesman, long story, but uh, the time I was in Toledo, Detroit went on, like, this Owen 30 streak. Yeah, it's still going. Yeah. They're terrible. <laughs> They're not good. I well, don't... <laughs> right, right after that, like, Cleveland was never good. Then they got even worse when I got oh, there. Oh, yeah. And they went on, they're like, like, it, it was almost like they, they wanted to lose. They kept a coach around that had, like, two wins in three seasons. Yeah. And it's just like, when are we going to move on? I love their colors. Yeah. I love, like, their – because I, I do love jerseys and Very shit. unique. Yeah, yeah very but unique. God, that's got to be rough. And the Cleveland um, also, too, is not that, you know, good. Cincinnati just had success, but – I have a lot of – yeah, I mean, Cincinnati, honestly – sucked for years. Like, yeah. being a Bucks fan is just as bad. Well, you guys were – you guys won the Super Bowl. We did. With old Warren Sapp, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I he, love how your quarterback was like the only bad quarterback. He actually I mean, not terrible. No, but. Brad. Shout out to Brad Johnson because he had the second. I think it was the second best completion rate that year. People don't talk about it because they only talk uh-huh. about the defense. But yeah. that offense was pretty good. Then you know we had our moment in the sun, and then we thought it was over, and then God came down and gave us. Who was his, the coach again? John Gruden. <laughs> John Gruden. John Shout out Gruden. to you. The wild man himself actually bringing home a ship. We, we act, I, you know, I like, I did like John Gruden. Dude, everyone was, liked John yeah. Gruden until they found out he was yeah. John Gruden. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, it made sense when yeah. all those text messages came out because I was like, he always reminded me of my dad. Not to say, like, He's my a- dad's a racist <laughs> or anything, but, like, my dad said things that were, I feel like would be similar to, like, On the, the edge. Yeah, like, yeah. the shit he was saying. Mm-hmm. So, like, I got it, but, yeah, man, you can't. Yeah, it's – it's. He's it's, going to coach college, I think, eventually. Like, Who knows, man? I mean, like, honestly, we wish him well. Um, yeah. But everyone makes mistakes, man. I hope he can learn from his is the way I look at it. You I know? mean, it was weird how the whole thing came out, but, yeah. Dude, I, well, there, I mean, it's very controversial how the NFL themselves leaked its almost personal emails of a, of a head coach, which is – I would say that's controversial, but when you're making statements like he did, I can see their point. Yeah, you know? it's just weird because they weren't even looking at his shit. They were looking at Daniel Snyder's yeah. stuff. And then it's like, well, we didn't find that, but <laughs> we got this. We did you know? get something. Yeah, so. Yeah, we did bring home the bacon. Shout out John Gruden. Well, I don't know. Let's not shout out John Gruden anymore. So, <laughs> so one thing I did want to bring up, by the way, and thank you, was uh, you brought me on my first show as a comedian. So That's it, right. it was at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Shout out Ha Ha. That's right. And um, I, I had a quick question about that. And it was, how did you, and this on this podcast, we're, we're constantly trying to show the new guys and up and coming comics or people even thinking about comedy. Yeah. Uh, the ways to get you know on stage, to get noticed and to get on shows. So how did you find out about me? So my, okay, so it's funny that you say all of that because just to give you a little background, yeah. um, 
I'm myself, like I haven't been doing this that long, really a couple years, but um, like I've been very grateful to have that show and to be able to find people like you. My Absolutely. whole thing is, is I look, I look around. Yeah. Like I, I like I go I go look at mics I look at other comedy flyers and I just find people's pages uh-huh. and I look and I and if I see that people are like I'll go look for you yeah like I'll go look up at all the open mics and see like okay this person's going to all these mics during the week they're hungry they want that stage time you know like that's kind of what the Sunday show really is for oh one hundred to give yeah. you know. Like to put that kind of confidence in you, because like I feel like I've gotten a lot better because of that Sunday show. Like, yeah, again, mm. I, you know, very blessed to be in that position to be able to go up as much as I do. Like being in that environment, like on a real stage with like when it's not comics and it's like actually people yeah. who are there and they paid mm. money and you got to make them laugh. Like I feel like the environment makes you better. 100%. Obviously, yeah. you know, and. Cause like it is tough. Like when I first started out, I didn't know how to get on the show, or even how to ask how to get on the shows. Yeah. Like, um, it was mostly like people would see me do mics and go, "Oh, I got a show. I could put you on." Like, yeah, great. Um, awesome. Yes. Please. Sometimes all it takes <laughs> is really is just hitting people up, and you know, like I've gone, you know, I've had people up and said, "Hey, I heard you do this show. I really mm-hmm. think it's cool. If you have a spot, I'd love to do it." Like. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's it, it's like it's like asking for a job, right? Mm. Like when you apply for a job, like you, you you have to put yourself out there. Yeah, not like sometimes you'll get recruiters. Like I guess I'm like a recruiter in a way. Like, <laughs> uh, but you'll you gotta like try to like put forth an effort and like make an effort. And like that's my thing is I found you and find a lot of other people because I, I do my due diligence. Like I, I look up yeah. everyone's yeah. progression and like what they're like if you're mm. serious about it. Then I know that, like, okay, I think this would be a good fit for the show. So, also, you you host an open mic uh, a lot of the times. Uh, I mean, if you want to mention that open yeah, mic on the podcast, I would you know, shout out to the trap mic. I haven't trap been there mic? in a while. I haven't been there in a while because I've just been really busy. But I went there recently. Fridays, uh, Saturdays, I'm going to start doing. But yeah, it's every day. It, you can go find it on Slotted. That's the thing. There's so many mics. There is so over. many mics. We'll make sure to put that in the description, yeah, by the way. So many mics. Well, that's that's the thing about these open mics. It's like, uh, like we always say on the podcast, we're like, yep, yeah, open mics are open mics. There's, yeah. Like, there's no good ones, but there's ones that are better than the other. Which ones do you prefer? Uh, so, if I had to pick, like, my the first place I went was the Hollywood Comedy. Okay. And I feel like that's, that's a good place because it's open all day. It's probably yeah. one of the closer ones to me since I live on the west mm-hmm. and uh, but do you prefer slotted or I, like bucket mics I 100% prefer slotted okay. I, I won't even go to bucket mics I think buckets bucket mics are fun like that was uh, that was I always liked the you know the anticipation of not being able to go up yeah. and then like I've been to one bucket mic and waited for three hours and I was <laughs> like hey am I on the list like yeah. what's going on and they're they're like, yeah, you're here, and I was second to last. I go, have a good night, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> like, I did, I did, I've done a couple. Like, I've done some. Like, I usually like slotted. I feel like is, it's just like an LA thing. Yeah. Because like there, I've gone to other cities and done mics, and you know, it's sign up. You got to wait and yeah. whatnot. And like how you like, I did one in Vegas where, <laughs> I get there and there's like 25 people in front of me. And I was like, well, I, I might as well just sign up. And I and, and it was 
the longest open mic I've ever been to. Really? I but I still went up and still did you know you still have to like yeah do your thing, but yeah I I like slotted because it is like condensed. It's an hour. Everybody does yeah. the same amount of time. So little FYI to the viewers or anyone listening on These people uh, may not just know. just listening. What slotted means is it's an hour at a facility, any, any a building, whatever it is, a stage, pretty much. But it's an hour, and you get pr- pretty much anywhere from seven to nine comics that will fill up these slotted spots, and also a host. And you can and you go online. Hours. Yeah, this will all be in the description. The links will be in the description. But you pay pretty much $5 for five minutes. And with buckets, the difference is is you come in and you kind of pay five dollars to put your name in a bucket and whenever you're drawn out of the bucket or you come off the list however they want to deal with it which it's always a mystery yeah (laughs) is pretty much whenever you know like however they want to do it but in slotted pretty much you're i mean 100 percent you're going to be in that hour you're going to get your name called and you're going to get your five minutes with it's going to be smaller yeah it's going to be smaller but there is going to be a almost for sure amount if you're like one of the first three or four out of the bucket you're gonna have a a decent (laughs) audience you know but like yeah like the 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 farther down you go there's gonna be less people but i think that like that's you know whether it's like five people or like 50 people like i mean you still gotta like still gotta go up there and do your thing like i've i've done shows where there were only maybe 10 people or less than in the audience like shows not mics like shows and it still ended up being all right because it's like okay mm-hmm. you kind of work with them a little bit like you know yeah like you could it feels like you're talking to them like it, it's specifically definitely, i've heard uh so on the last podcast uh friend of the friend of the podcast brad Stoll was on and uh he was talking about how he you know he produced a show and it was like 20 it's like a 20 people bar show yeah but you know it's he got like mine. yeah he got yeah. mark norman on the show and Mark Norman was opening for Amy Schumer at a stadium of 10,000 people. <laughs> then he leaves that stadium and to come to the 20 do a 20-person <laughs> bar show for no money. That's, it's like, shout-out to Mark Norman, Yeah, that's dude. sick, though. Uh, I hope one day we can add you to the wall once I meet you and find out personally that you're an awesome dude. I've so heard this so is many. So you put Tom Segura up on the wall because you've met him. I, I ran into Tom, and basically... I just asked him. He was so cool. I was just like, I was like, dude, if do you have any advice for any like yeah. uh, new comics? You know, I, I wasn't specific or anything. And he's like, yeah, just keep getting on stage. Fuck like, yeah, man. It's like the backyard, Mike. He's like the backyard, you know, ones that you hate and the the bringers and all that stuff that you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be at the, at the comedy store. He's like, just do it. We all did it, and just keep getting up. He's yep. like, you gotta just get up on stage, and it's like that's the best advice I ever got too. Was well, that same thing? I honestly looked like a, a dickhead because I was like, well, I'm just nervous, you know. I haven't bombed yet, and what I was trying to say was like, <laughs> like I like I'm just so good. Like no, bombing just doesn't come. I meant it. To me. I meant it as like I'm so new. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. like I haven't. Less than a week later, I bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Less than a week later, I bomb. That's usually how yeah. it happens. It's like yeah. you're feeling yourself a little bit. It's like you've done like a few mics and oh. whatever. You're like, yeah, this is good. And then oh. all of a sudden, it's 1 a.m. in Hollywood, and there's two people there, and they're looking at you like, get the f- 
fuck off the stage. Yeah, so why why <laughs> are you speaking into a microphone? We do not like you, and we will never love That's you. That's what happened to me. That was the first time I bombed was, was that. And then some guy came up to me, and he was like, dude, you were really funny. And I was like, why don't you laugh, man? And, then, and I bought, like, these tequila shots, and then he took one of them. Like, we were cheersing. Yeah. But those were all for me. Like, and so it's like he gave me a compliment, was like, yeah, I deserve this, and then walked away. And that was, yeah, that was my. That <laughs> Wait, was my you didn't first. say, like, here's a shot? Then. No, he just took it, and then he cheers me, and then, but I was already drunk, and I didn't, do, yeah. Do I possibly know this guy? No, <laughs> this, I don't even know guy. this guy. He just, he, he just saw that I had three shots and was like, well, this guy needs help doing these shots <laughs> i never but he was like i'll just give him this compliment oh, tell him that he it did was good that type of night where you're yeah. like three shots personal it was that i ate like a whole like like half of a birthday cake and it was like of someone's yeah. face uh-huh. and body and i was just eating i was like ugh, what am i doing yeah it's uh <laughs> it's real kicking the balls but like honestly after the the worst part about when i when i bombed or whatever i'm sure it's going to be countless times like everyone else but it will um, when I bombed, it was, uh, it was, you know, it was that can't, that can't even comedy, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the rooftop. So shout out to, shout out to yeah, Caitlin and Maxwell. Yeah. They, they're, they're awesome. Great. They're, they're awesome. awesome. Yeah. We mentioned this. I was like, it's obviously not their fault. Yeah. You know, like they're great. I really like that. I enjoy them as people. Yeah. But, um, it was just like the worst thing about it's like, there's no, like, there's nowhere to run because like my seat was right in front of the stage yeah. Wait, so, you so sat, like, like i bombed and then, you then had to go- stepped <laughs> off stage and sat right next That's to the, the front word. i'll never so i'm sit. just like in open view of everyone that does not like me yeah and then right after me this girl named julia uh a more power to this girl she's she's an up-and-comer she said she wants to be on the podcast here soon but Dope. uh she she did great she was the best one that night she yeah. she crushed right after me. I buttered her up real nice, and uh, she crushed, dude. And uh, it was just like right after that, uh, right after the show ended, I was like, you know, I was a little devastated, um, like a little bit, like, but like it was more like once I like walked away from the stage, you know, cause yeah. it was right in front of it. But yeah. once I walked away, I was like, oh. It's not that bad. It really isn't. Yeah. Like I mean, I mean I've had I've had shows where <laughs> the worst I ever, from in my opinion that I've uh-huh. ever bombed, I did a show in Orange County, like Orange California or whatever. Never been to this place. It was like a small cafe, and there were like a bunch of older people there. Like oh. the average age was like forty five, and I was <laughs> I was wearing a suit. Um, I don't know, like, all right, I do know why, because like it was like a little in joke with so me. So you were looking nice. I was, but I was looking, but I was, I was bombing up there. Like oh. they, like I got an applause break three times. Oh, all three times was when I mentioned the suit I was wearing. No one ever laughed at my jokes, but I would be like, oh. but I'm in this suit, and they'd all start clapping. I started sweating through it. Like luckily there was a woman in the crowd. I was doing 12 minutes too of clean comedy for a bunch of older people. Yeah who did not like it. <laughs> like, oh, even cleaning yeah. up my ugly baby stuff, it's, it, it just sounded meaner. 
Like, you know, like, cause like the ugly, like when I do my routine, it's very with like cuss words, you know, you're being yeah, playful. And, but you can also yeah. like the, the analogies, like the metaphors that you're using, like the, 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 it, it, it sounds so crazy that it can't possibly be true. Yeah. But when I tried to clean it up, it just sounded more like mean, like I was being actually harsh on myself and they just had this like horrified look on their face <laughs> and I'm like five minutes in and I was like, I can't, this is going to be so bad. Luckily I salvaged it though at the end with, with the, Dude. yeah, crowd work. I mean, that's the thing. Like when you, when you're, when you're bombing, when you're bombing, like just go, go to the, the crowd. crowd. Yeah. I, 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 I did Ask not them do for that. some, yeah, I, I, I got a life them. raft thrown at me. Yeah. What it, I had like three jokes in a row where it's just silence. And like, I could see some of the guys in the back, like at the bar there, like laughing but like they're, it was the type of laughing where they're looking around to see if it was okay that they laughed. Yeah. And some was, people do that. Yeah. Like, and I was like, people do that with my jokes. Too. I just saw that and I was like, I, I just totally just forgot my next joke. And I was just like, oh. and like one of the comics that was sitting like right to the right of me or whatever. Yeah. She just saw me and she could just tell I was just pissed. And I was just like, I was just there like totally frozen for a second. She just goes, Come on! And I'm like, oh, oh my god, I hate that is my life. And the like, worst. Well, in her defense, as soon as she started clapping, it sparked me, and I'm like, I know the joke, I know the everything. Like, yeah. I was just like, I was, I've never, I've never gotten like no response out of a few right. of these jokes. Like they're, they're like 95 percent and up laugh rate type yeah. of jokes. I'm not bringing. You know, I got six minutes. You know, right. like a lot of my stuff was newer to shows, but still, even at open mics, they're getting laughs. I mean, know? I have jokes that I know, like, all right, I know I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna get a laugh here. Yeah, like I know exactly where it's coming, and and and, and I get what you're saying. Like sometimes if it doesn't happen, you do kind of you're like, okay, well that was surprising. Like my thing is, is like I have a good opener, and I know people are gonna laugh at that, mm-hmm. and then I can kind of segue into the the whole thing yeah. but if they don't laugh at that initial joke yeah in my and this has happened like in my head i'm like oh i'm, this is gonna be I'm rough. fucked yeah like, it's gonna be rough. they're not gonna like <laughs> what's coming down the pike it's gonna be rough yeah that's uh i mean with with mine i i i i had the same i have the same thing you mine know, just like, gets progressively more crude and dirty as it goes yeah. along so like yeah. i want to be able to like get that initial Hey, this is funny, blah blah blah, because we're gonna go down this this road together. Oh yeah. You just gotta like you just gotta keep <laughs> you gotta push through though. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like every audience is different. Like, yeah, it's well, that that's the thing. It's like I, um, uh, I, honestly like, it, it's my first one at a show, and, yeah. and it's like it's literally if you guys are wondering, it's public in, embarrassment. You know, like you're standing in in a crowd, and it's like. It's kind of like what you see when you grow up where people are, start throwing the tomatoes at yeah. you on, on stage. It's like that, but with silence. It's what's different, like, with especially with music, too. Because, like, I've yeah. gone to, like, some music open mics and, you know, people play the songs and, and then they still get, like, the, the claps and the blah, 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 even if they sucked, you know? I yeah. mean, like, the, the crowd's going to be a little more easy. But, like, if you're not funny... Yeah, they're not gonna like respond, and yeah. it, 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 I do think there's yeah. more stress on in that regard. I think being a musician is a little harder though, just because I can't do all the stuff. 
you know uh -huh. I could sit on, on a stage and talk shit about myself for 10 minutes like that's easy yeah because I'm a I'm a broken person <laughs> we all are <laughs> you know? that's like the thing you know yeah. but like um, but yeah I mean every every crowd is different I've done a show at North End yeah. for almost a year now we, oh, we're doing the show on Tuesday. We're doing Shout out North End. That's right. Shout out to the Ugly hey, Baby he Comedy Hour. Every Tuesday, by the way, even if this doesn't air on time. Yeah. If you guys want a good place to, do, they got food, right? No, but uh, there's a taco truck outside. So they got food. They got drinks. That's they, right. They got a lot of good comics. Comedy and karaoke. The lineup, guys, and it's incredible. So it's a free. It's free, right? Yeah, it's always free. Yeah, always free. Come in, have comedy and polish it off with karaoke and, on and, Tuesdays and you'll see me doing my oh. ugly baby shit yeah, and hell yeah baby but we do we do a couple shows there but there's this one show we do called the pick of the sick yeah and I don't know I, I, I hosted with a buddy of mine uh, Orhun Timur uh, shout out to Orhun that's my guy but we've been doing this mm -hmm. show like once a month since like December kind of yeah. and I always make this joke with him that like I bomb on every single show that I host, which has been really? every single one. <laughs> yeah. Like there's been seven. We're doing another one, uh, like later this month. But uh, I feel like he picks the audience, like handpicks them, so that they won't like me, but that they <laughs> will like him because I yeah. cannot get anything out of these people. Like, like you know, one one time it was they didn't drink, and then the other time it was they were just you know they. Like, oh, because you go, oh, they're laughing, but they're just really quiet laughers. I'm like, why yeah. would you get an audience full of quiet laughers? Yeah. All right, guys. Oh. I, I think that, yep, we got a break to commercial real quick. Oh, we'll be okay. right back. All right, guys. Welcome to the Paul Jacoby Podcast merch store. As you can see, we got all the goodies. Here's a hoodie with a little logo on front and on back. That's crazy. We got that, we got coffee mugs, we got t-shirts, we got tanks, we got it all, baby. Now back to you in the podcast. Kaboom! All right, guys, and we're back. And we're back. How we feeling? I'm great. I'm Pretty cool merch, right? I know, yeah. I, I'm going to get it. We're going to get the... I'm going to get all of it. You know, the sweatshirt, the beanie baby, we're yeah. getting it all. The too. beanie baby is the one I want the most, yeah, I think. The, the Paul Bear? Yeah. Yeah, like how 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 many of them are in stock? It's just so uh, I can get one. Not for enough, dude. Yeah, because they're selling out quick. You guys better hop on there, grab sweatshirts, t-shirts, coffee mugs, and beanie babies. That's right. Okay, that's right. That's what's up, dude. But uh, yeah, we were speaking earlier about a few things. But one thing I did want to bring up is, uh, uh, as you say when you come on stage, sometimes the the elephant in the room. That's right. And. Uh, as as I know you, you're a wonderful person, amazing comic, but you're you're a sufferer of uh, is it the cruising? I wouldn't say I'm a sufferer. Good. I feel yeah. like that's that's uh, the <laughs> an interesting way to put it. I, the, <laughs> I, I'm not no, a medical I, doctor. I don't guys. suffer I from anything except yeah. like you know I get hungry when I get high, but like uh, <laughs> no, like I mean yeah, I was born with something called cruisons. Okay. Uh, cruisons syndrome. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's very rare. It's mm -hmm. not, um, like it's, uh, it's a, it's called uh, cranial facial disease. It's like a, um, like an umbrella thing. And Cruzons oh, okay. is one of the, like syndromes, I guess, that you can get. Like, mm -hmm. there's different ones, you know. Yeah. Um, and then like some are way worse than others. Like I have one, that you know, it's probably not the worst. Um, yeah. But like I had like, 
so this is gonna sound crazy, but like half the time I don't even know how to explain what I have because I don't even know. Like it's just kind of like I mean I know, but like I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's like three different things, and they all kind of weren't supposed to happen together. So, in a weird way, like they offset me as you know. And, For sure. And like the development and whatnot, but um, but yeah, like uh, I'm gonna have it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I suffer. That's that's just the first I've ever heard that before. <laughs> I apologize nah, for man. putting it as such, but it's just like I I know that you're just as a person, you're so well balanced and you have such a good charisma to you. And uh, you know, I Thank I know you. a lot of people that do struggle with things like depression and they struggle with so many different you know this syndrome or this yeah. this thing in their life. I've noticed that you walk through it just so with so much, you know, just charismatically with your chest out, and you're really you're really a great example of of someone out there living their life to the fullest. Thank you, man. I, I yeah, I know I appreciate that. I mean, I um, I mean, you know, it's not lost on me that like I I, I do that. I mean, you kind of have to. Like yeah. that's the whole point of what I mean when I do all those ugly baby jokes on stage. It's owning it. You yeah. know, like yeah. you kind of have to at some point in life, like just accept like that's just what it's going to be. And then yeah. like move forward, you yeah. know, like I, I, I as a kid, it was it was like that. Like, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I never wanted to be like like the kid who was like bullied. So you get in you get in front yeah. of it and then you just kind of use that. I w- that was that was going to be my my follow up question yeah. was uh, as a child. What? No, nah, like, I was the coolest fucking kid <laughs> no That's I'm just kidding sick, no yeah. but like but no I um no I mean I, sure like kids are kids you right? have a great personality so I can see that I'm around a lot like my fa- I come from a big family two big families one Irish and then another Latin and yeah. like they have all their big personalities and whatnot is it Cuban uh it's like a combination of like like Cuban Mexican Spanish a little Italian thrown in there Latinx yeah it- now what is Latinx? Dude, I haven't I figured it like out. That. I, I've heard the term so many. Latinx. Latinx. It was created by white people. Yeah, dude, white people are the worst. <laughs> Shout out to me. Shout out to the whites. <laughs> um, no, no, but I mean, like, I have like a, a big personality because of the people like that I was around growing yeah. up. Like, my dad was the type of guy that could like, you know, walk into a room and everybody just like gravitate to him and like, because you know. Oh, yeah. Got the big shoulders and they got the big voice and yeah, you know like he engages with people. So like I've got to see a lot of that. And he's got the Tom Kelly personality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's a big he's a he's a he's a big guy and yeah. like with that comes like you know big personality and like I, you know, I idolized my dad growing up. So like yeah. to be like him like that was from like an early age. I was like mm-hmm. I'm gonna make my presence felt like yeah. in this classroom. Like I'm gonna stand on my chair and make fart noises and, and shit, and like because they're gonna be like, "All right, he's weird looking, but he's funny." He's awesome. Yeah, he's funny looking and he's funny, and yeah. like that's that was kind of the, I guess the defense mechanism if we're gonna like mm-hmm. get psychoanalytical or whatever. Like that was my defense mechanism was yeah. to just try to be funny, like at all costs, like to like an annoying degree. I feel you know what I mean. Were, like, were you ever like the class clown? I was in the always yearbook or that was I was class clown. 
like I think the entire twelve year run that I had at my school. Like they, every, <laughs> like teachers knew Just nailed it. By the time I got to middle school, or by the time I got to high school, it was the same school. Yeah. By the time I would get there, like they knew who I was. You know, they knew the business. They, you know, I, when I was when I first started at that school, um, Bayshore Christian in Tampa. Yeah, shout I, out. Yeah, shout out to Bayshore. Um, first grade, first week. My mom brought me on to the stage, like, because, you know, I was different, right? Yeah. And, like, they got to, again, we got to get ahead of this. We got to, like, address it first. So, yeah. like, it was me and my mom and the elementary school principal. And there were so many people in, like, the chapel, like 400 people. And my mom's standing there, and she's like, this is my son. This is his face. <laughs> and she's, like, <laughs> explaining the whole, but, like, yeah. it was the first time I was ever, like, on a stage and yeah. she was like look at him so like I always have people looking at me and staring at me and like my philosophy behind it all was like okay give him something to look at you yeah. know like put on a show yeah. if you can like so like I would try to be funny just so they could be like oh alright so he's not a weirdo yeah. like you know I mean he's weird but he's not like you know mm-hmm. he's not because that's the thing growing up in the 90s like there were there were all these like well, different yeah, thing. people. We just call people retarded just for fun. Yeah, you know, like, and nowadays I think it's you know kids have these really good support systems, which I think yeah. is fantastic. Like I, they have to read this book about this kid with a face, you know, called Wonder, which is a great book and it's a movie. Yeah, um, it's required reading throughout like elementary school and like like junior high and stuff, mm-hmm. just so that you know you can teach kids to like be accepting. We didn't have that. Like yeah. when I was a kid, like they put me in special ed because the way I looked, not because of anything else. They were like, well, we don't want to look at him. So we're just going to put him with all the other, yeah. you know. Yeah. Dude, that's the crazy thing about growing up in the 90s is like uh, there, there was no safe spaces. You know, like no. the safest space you could get into is in front of anything that you're yeah. going to have to deal with. Because it's like I, I remember how brutal like your friends could be and like a lot of times that just means that they're comfortable enough to say these things because they like you yeah and that's just how it was well, my up. Friend, a lot of my friends would get uncomfortable when i would say shit about myself yeah. but like <laughs> but they've known like over the years like i mean that's you're right like we we bust each other's balls all the time yeah and it's like you know you got to be able to like dish it and take it yeah at 100%. the same time like it's yeah. got to you know i think that's what especially with comedy like yeah can't get too sensitive if like you know you're making a joke about someone and someone says something about you and you're like oh, i don't like that it's like well <laughs> you know like, like you got to be able to handle yeah. like i that's why like whenever somebody would make fun of me like i always had something back yeah to say yeah like, yeah you gotta have fun with it and it's like if you take things too personally yeah. uh then it gets personal i that's know? and that's the thing like i don't even care like when people like like when you asked me about yeah. like what it was or or when, you, or when you said that I suffer from it, I don't get <laughs> mad at that type of shit because yeah. like not a lot of people know. Like my mom used to say all the time, like you gotta like educate people. Yeah. And I always thought that was stupid because like why do I have to do it? Like I don't, yeah. I barely even know what it is I have. Yeah. You know, but like what she was more or less saying was like you have to make sure that people know that it's okay to like ask. Like people ask me all the time. Sometimes it's the way people ask where I'm like, I, I kind of like get a little off put, like, you know. Yeah. It's like, if, it's like if someone comes up to me, like we're talking and 10, 15 minutes go by, I could see the wheels turning in their head. Right. And then they go, so 
I want to ask you, and you don't have to answer. I'm like, it's called Cruzon syndrome. Like, it's fine, <laughs> you know. But like, but normally people come and they go, dude, what's up with this? What yeah. the what what happened here? Yeah. Those are the ones where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start being like a dick and just like joke yeah. about it, you know, yeah. like because I never know how to like <laughs> explain it to people because it yeah. is weird. When yeah. People ask me, I'm like. I don't know, man. Like, it is a real thing. Well, that's, you know. That, the crazy thing to me is, like, uh, I, I've known you now for a couple months. Yeah. And uh, honestly, it's it's such a small aspect now that I've known you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and getting not only to know you, but I know the people around you. And the people that surround you, like, it's we it's never brought up, like, unless it's, it's <laughs> like someone on a, has to describe yeah. me to yeah. say, I've had that problem where people are like oh Shay like what does he look like and I had a friend go oh <laughs> uh, Nathan Lowe who runs Accidental Chaos like he had a, he had uh, a shout out to Accidental Chaos yeah, shout out, shout out to, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good mic they're, they're a lot of fun he, uh, uh, he's actually he's actually oh, gonna oh, be doing oh. he's doing he's doing the show on uh, the 6th I think uh, he's doing the same oh, one he's yeah co- he's coming he's gonna yeah he's gonna or I don't know maybe it's that or I don't know but he's popping it but anyways he had yeah. a joke where he said, somebody asked me what Shay looked like. And he was like, oh boy, uh, have you ever <laughs> have you ever seen someone try to paint a Picasso picture upside down? Uh, that's what his face looks like. And I just thought that was so funny. Like, I, I don't mind people like say shit like that. Like, yeah. But it is weird Like when you have to describe what I look like. Like, I had a girl in high school go, you know, he's the, um, he's the kid with the with the face he's the kid with the face and that was like my nickname that like I gave myself yeah. prior to ugly baby was I was the kid with the face like, well it's like just knowing you like I was saying before just knowing you as a person it's like that like if you're ever brought up between mutual friends it's, yeah. that's never brought up you know no. like like you're just such a personality you're such the person that like you you're an organizer you you put things together you produce shows and you connect people so it's like you know I, I brought you on my show when I yeah. produced a show, which was a great show, by the way. Thank you. That was thank an you. awesome show. Yeah. Like I, I had a, I had a really fun time it was, that it was night. Dope spot, yeah. right? But uh, it's like as soon as you went on stage, it's like after you came off, you're instantly best friends with everyone. Yeah, you know, like, that's that's a Freeman thing. That's yeah. uh, that's what we do. Like we we, we just <laughs> like like my brother is the most personable guy I've met like ever known. Like, yeah he can walk into a room and then just become friends with everyone. My dad is the exact same. My dad and brother. Yeah. So I'm actually like the least version of that in my family, which sucks because I always get the, uh, oh, your dad and brother, they're so nice. And it's like my dad will meet someone and then they'll be best friends. Right. Like by the time we leave an hour later, I'm like, Come on! I always tell people, I'm like, if you really want to get like an idea of where my personality and like just me, yeah. come, like get in a room with like me and my dad or like me and my and my brother and my cousin, yeah. like you will totally understand. Like, oh, okay, like you have an infectious personality. It's for uh, sure. It's it's well, I mean, I I've always liked being around people, and that's yeah. kind of the thing that sucked was like when you're a kid who looks a little weird. Like, yeah. they don't know how to like. Like I used to chase people around in the sandbox and like want to hug and like play, and they were like, yeah. "No." <laughs> and then like, you know, as the years go by, people just get com- they, you know, they yeah. just get comfortable, get used to it. Like one of the greatest things that I had was going to that school as long as I did because, you know, it, 
the next year, like we'd get some new kids and they'd be like, who, who is that? And then like like 20 so people or so. Go, that's that's Shay. Yeah. You better get on his good side. Like, <laughs> fucking idiot. He's like, the man around yeah. here. Somebody yeah, talks shit awesome. that I walk in and I go, huh, I have my own parking spot. No, I didn't. Dude, dude speak, <laughs> speaking about crazy looks, though, have you seen uh, most recently this uh, – the the Joe Joe Biden speech that happened last night. I didn't see the speech. Well, I'll tell you what. It's a, we'll we'll pop up a picture for you right here. But <laughs> I was about to say. That oh wow. He he has definitely He's, gone to the other side of the spectrum of looking weak. <laughs> he, I don't. He I looks. Mean, he looks. Where strong. are they? Dude, that I I honestly <laughs> like, think. That that's a great question. Is, but is this like? It, and it looks like the poster for like the Black Widow movie, well, and like they like, just took him out. This is a real. This is a real picture. It's a real picture, dude. I just saw it. I think Joe Rogan posted one of these pictures, but it's just like this dark themed with this red background. It it looks literally what I, I would I would expect every background of Putin to have. It well, I <laughs> like mean, some powerful dictator like just coming up. Just, just you know, almost like a, uh, a how would Darth Vader? It does. I was gonna say it looks like Darth Vader, Death Star, but it's also kind of funny. It, it's just Dude, it's kind of dope. Because like, it's like, man, Joe, all you had to do was, you know, turn the lights on a little bit. You know, <laughs> like you got Trump going through his thing. I don't even pay attention to politics anymore, but he's got a yeah. thing he's going through. Yeah. And like gas is going down a little bit, things are starting to look. And then you do this, and then yeah. and, and, and and you make a huge power and, move. And now we're back to everybody thinking you are like a dictator. It's like, come on, man, dude. Like, read the room, Joe. Honestly, just so much, so much fun. And like, is it dying? Oh, it came off. No, it came off. But guess what? Just power it. I'm powering through. I'm powering through. I I can change it. No, 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 no. It's gonna hold it. You're gonna now hold it's it. gonna yeah no I mean like now it, now it's a stand up now we're doing <laughs> now we're doing material no I'm just kidding I'll fi- I'll fix it at break but um, yeah dude it's just so wild when you see something like this like what politics has become because it's like Trump with his his like power tie that he always always <laughs> holy crap I still I still got the mic though <laughs> <laughs> you want me to fix it yeah yeah we could yeah, yeah we could probably fix it say, we're, we're yeah. gonna take a break take a break. Re- Briefly and fix Everything Paul's is... shenanigans. <laughs> all right, guys. Welcome to Paul Jacoby Podcast Merch Store. As you can see, we got all the goodies. Here's a hoodie with a little logo on front and on back. That's crazy. We got that. We got coffee mugs. We got T-shirts. We got tanks. We got it all, baby. Now back to you in the podcast. Kaboom. All right, guys, and we're back. Sorry about that interruption. We we ended up getting the mic stands fixed. Yeah. Uh, we gotta come get, on, man. Come on. It's these PAs. It was dude. the DOJ. It's they came the, in. They knew the we were DOJ. talking about the, the, the Joe Biden picture, yeah. and they were like, nope. Well, dude, <laughs> I, I was thinking about it, and I, I feel like finally uh, they let um, Hunter Biden have a little input into the background. <laughs> Of <laughs> of the speech, he's like, "Dad, you know what? I know what's gonna get you jazzed up. Here's some crack. We're gonna we're gonna make this 
this backdrop sick. It's the red light district. Yeah. He's like, we're we're bringing you to the red light we're district. We're just we're just we're just gonna have a party. I why can't we just go back to watch, like all the pictures of him just like eating ice cream and shit? Like Fox News had like sniffing a, kids and eating ice cream. Fox Joe. News like that was their thing. They're like, look at him. He's got he's eating ice cream. He's got sprinkles. You know. Come this way. Oh, Here. excuse me. But yeah, he's he's got like he's got fucking he's a sprinkle guy. He, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything like he's old. Let him mean ice cream. Like his dude, teeth are probably hurt. That is easy for him. That is the wild thing about I I feel like he's like wild Joe, you know, like you never know what to expect out of this man. He keeps you on your toes and we if appreciate that. If he's wild Joe, that's <laughs> Cause he doesn't even seem that white. He just seems like just like an he, old guy. Yeah, he seems like an old guy. Which I don't know. I well, in his defense, dude, at that age, winning a presidency, more power to you, Joe. You yeah, know, like, good dude, for I, you, man. I hope I can be eighty and I and be be put up right enough to. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. To dude, see what, what happens. What next. comes out too? Yeah, you know, like. I, I really feel like they're going to have some health things that are really going to lengthen the human. Like Yeah, I mean, yeah, people, I mean, it happens. It's like cause, uh, the age um, or like the, the mortality rate has been pretty steady for a while. Yeah. They got to come out with some. It, yeah. I'm hoping at least for our own sake. See, this is the problem with me is like I'm more worried about Tom Brady's age yeah. right now than I am about Joe Biden. Uh, like I, I think they'll figure out a way to keep Joe, uh, like you said, upright. Keep Hunter away from Joe. Yeah, keep him. You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe the crack might actually like. Maybe that's help, how. Yeah, like maybe that's how minute. Tom got that jawline, dude. You know, slimming down. I hope that I hope he's all good. But like that's the thing. I care more about that than I care about the U.S. Do you think they have another Super Bowl run into? Him? We're doing it, baby. It's gonna be. Dude. Yeah, no, it's going to be a glorious year. People are going to be mad. It's fine. Like, I understand why, like, people hate Trump because he, he just, like, he wins at things. And it's yeah. like, you're just like, God damn it, like this again? Like, that's, like, how people feel about Tom Brady. He's, I was about <laughs> to say, Trump's like a, uh, he, he's a, he's a terrible winner. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I win. Now I'm going to shove it down your throat yeah. about how I won. That's how people feel about Brady, though. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck this guy. He's back again. It's like, yeah, six rings. He's never going to yeah. leave, you know? Like, it's good. Yeah. Dude, Tom Brady's good, man. But that's my whole thing. I don't even care about politics. I care about yeah. sports more than I care about politics. Dude, I, I'm a sportsman myself. Uh, do you Like the Ukraine thing, that's still going on, right? Yes. That's... That should be the bigger debate now, but it's so much more f- yeah, talking about we just, Joe Biden looking like we, Darth Vader. We just kind of stopped talking about that. <laughs> I, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I have no. I, yeah. I sound so like fucking ignorant. But I'm from yeah. Florida, so like, what do well, you expect? There, there is rumors that um, the the Russian uh, economy is is collapsing, and every every report that it says it's not is just fabricated by its own government. <laughs> so I just saw a recent video about that. So like. I have no idea how legit it is, but you have these like Russian insider, like pretty much Russian citizens. Yeah. And what they do is they'll like go into like, you know, their mini malls and like I, I saw this video of like they're like here's the IKEA that used to be here, and it used to be like ants in this area, and now it's a desert. There used to be ants. Like it looked like an ant hill. Like, oh, people oh. just in and out. <laughs> there were like, ants over here. Like crawling, pretty much. Of people. now, there's there's wild cats. They're like now there's no one, and there was Dogs. literally like ten or fifteen people in the video. Yeah, like still like not 
obviously going into Ikea because their doors were shut, but like they were still around. So it's like, who knows, man? I, I know that like the Russian government doesn't let you speak your mind, which is scary in and of itself, but like, I almost, we don't yeah, no, I almost around. got a job. Um, Love to hear this. Yeah, no, so like before I did comedy, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I would do like like line producing. Like that's what I went to school for. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, it, I mean, it didn't really pan out. Like I didn't get any jobs in America, but uh, I did get offered a job from my friend who I did a lot of stuff in grad school with. Um, I was writing these like TV pilots. Um, yeah. They wanted to have like sort of like a rom com type of show. Uh, like his dad like had like this big like film company like distribution companies yeah. like they'd come into America and like take shows from like you know Warner Brothers or like you know Disney or whoever and they would put it on their thing like you said like their government is like very like they censor a lot of the stuff like they have like a say yeah and so when I was writing these scripts I would you know have all these notes come back and my buddy he's like pretty liberal like me like you know he's like I look I don't get why they do all this stuff either yeah but like I had um, I'd written a show that was like a ripoff of like uh, like a nutty professor type thing, like <laughs> like where this guy Who's like gonna be Eddie Murphy. Well, <laughs> there are no black people in Russia, so uh, it's gonna have to be a white guy. But uh, I had a I had a, a character who was kind of nerdy. Ivan right? Murphy. Yeah, Ivan Murphy. <laughs> but uh, he but he but he starts out nerdy and then he becomes like this suave guy yeah. and. Um, one of the notes that I got back was uh, that he that he seemed gay, and I was like, he's not gay. He's he, he's like he has a girlfriend. He's in love with this other woman. Like it's very clearly stated that he's not gay. And they're like, well, you made him a little effeminate. And I was like, I don't know how did I did. You ever figure it out? Yeah. So the characters like the like I got a note back saying like that they wouldn't like him if he looked like he was too manicured or like too suave like that yeah and I was like I asked my friend I was like so what should I make him as he's like I don't know just like make him like kind of dumb and like strong (laughs) and I'm like make him I was like that's so but I felt like you're trying to make me make like a stereotypical thing and he's like yeah it's like like, Ivan Drago they they look at like their stuff like so much differently and I was writing all these different things and like different stories and um he had offered me like to come out and live in Moscow with him, and uh, I thought about it. I really did. Probably, dude, I, I've heard Russian women are the most beautiful women. In they the really world. are. Yeah. Like shout out to the Russian women. Uh, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> You're hot. You are. Yeah. Uh, no, they they they're great. But I didn't want to move there because I was really worried about okay, I'm coming in from America, and, like, you're trying yeah. to give these shows, like, a Western type of feel. Get like Cold War vibes. Yeah, like, I'm not, you know, like, no disrespect to, like, the Russian people, but, like, their government is not exactly yeah. friendly I, towards us. I've definitely <laughs> so. heard from good sources, meaning, like, Russians and, like, people around the, the old Soviet Union-esque uh, uh, areas it's that like it's definitely not the people it's the government it is that like it's our governments that have differences it's not the people it's not the american people it's not the russian people it's the governments yeah. and once you get to know one another that there there's beautiful people you'll fall in love with the people 
but it's it's the governments that have the yeah. the the beef. I was not trying to like go to Russia and get whacked. Like I told him, I was like, dude, you got to pay me like six figures, and you got to <laughs> and you got to get me a bodyguard, and it has to be Rubles? someone. I, yeah, no, no, U.S. dollars, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you got to get me a bodyguard, and it's got to be someone that I pick. And I was gonna bring oh, really? my. I actually had a friend who I was like, yo, would you move to down Moscow to, with me for like ride? 12, 18 months? And he was like, fuck no. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I guess <laughs> we're not going then. Cause there's no way. Like, I, I would have been, like, I would have had so much fun. Yeah. Cause this man, I mean, like, they got money. Like, the people that have money over there, they got money. Yeah. And that's always great. Um, but I just couldn't do it. And, like, I, I, looking back on it, I, I think I made the right choice, but like mm-hmm. there were times where I was like, fuck, man. What if? Like, what yeah. if? And then, yeah, then the world shut down and then, you know, things got a little crazy. And now I'm like, all right, I'm glad I'm here. You Just know, like smooth. Baby. I love that. Got, got into comedy. Yeah. Got into comedy. And, you know, I mean, the sense of humors are different over there. Yeah, the Ruskies, dude, they, uh, yeah. they have different type of jokes. They're like, you think you're an ugly baby? Have you seen? Have you uh, seen ours? They you, smoke cigarettes. And they come out of the womb. Have you seen Bert Kreischer's uh, the machine? Yeah, the story? machine. Yeah. Oh, dude! Shout out to you, Bert. Yeah, Bert. Bert. You're my Bert is my mm-hmm. my brother's favorite. Con- then Bert and Tom. Bert and Tom, yeah. dude. I was about to say, dude. I would love to meet Bert. It's uh, well, Tom. It's like when you meet him, or like you, like I, I worked around him. So like you can see that he he's naturally an introvert, nice guy. Yeah. But you just see him and he's like, you know, just chilling. Yeah. He's uh, you know, like when he walked on set, he'd be like, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Like since he kind of he knows the crew, you yeah. know. But um, other than that, like uh, it's like he's not gonna be that that over the top. It's ex- it's exhausting yeah. though sometimes being like that. Like yeah. uh, I mean like you literally like. I, like for me, like when I produce my shows and stuff, like I'm talking to everybody, like blah yeah. blah blah. Like when I'm out, like I'm in ha ha, I'm talking to everybody. Like I can imagine. You're a great presence, by yeah, the way. Like that, but that's yeah. the thing. Like that's why that's why I think like when they do their podcast, they work so well together. Is because yeah. like they're they're different. They're just opposite. You know, like I I think it, it's draining. Dude, I've gotten I, tired. I, I got a girl that's that's going on your show this Sunday. Who? Um, I think it's Elise. I. Oh yeah, I, I can't pronounce her last name for the for yeah the death yeah of me. Faye, Faye yeah I call her yeah. Baba Duke by her okay, her cool. Instagram name but yeah. dude she's great yeah no way. yeah she's yeah she, she's uh, getting the first time on the show so she be does she does uh, she's a super regular at the um, the Badger and Jam okay so she it's her first show so she shout out to you Baba Duke. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah, and uh, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a shout out with Shay tomorrow. Yeah, I yeah, like, no, I, yeah, I appreciate. It. No, like we, man, every time I get a new lineup together, it's always so fun to see like what happens because yeah. like I have no idea. Like, I literally have no idea how any of the shows. Well, are you never go. saw my comedy before I went no. out. No, so yeah. it's like a lot of times it's just a roll of the dice. It really is, but like at the same time, it's like I like. I, I always treat every show with like the same level of like pressure or expectations, yeah. which is let's just see how this goes. Let's see, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because every time that I have put higher expectations on a show, yeah, it's backfired on me. Oh, dude. I don't know why, dude. Uh, yeah, I thought the rooftop show 
that I was going to go on this yeah. week was going to be great. Yeah, but it, you know, like <laughs> it was great for some people. I'm like, I'm sure that everybody got good Instagram pics, yeah. like on the couches and whatnot. Yeah. And like, and at the end of the day, like they have a memory. Yeah, you know, hopefully a good one. That's that's how I look at it. Not like for me, <laughs> the, there are times where like I've had shows where like at, like at North End, like at the Ugly Baby Show. I I put I remember there was one lineup I put together and I was so excited for it and just bombed. Oh no 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 no! It wasn't even a bomb. It was like I was having like a mental breakdown like oh. an hour before the show because like it was like Christmas like it was right after Christmas right before yeah. New Year's and there was just no one in LA like COVID Dude, was coming L- back around. LA is dead tra- oh, on Fourth yeah. of July and Christmas. You learn your yeah. you learn your lesson like when you do things right yeah. like when you when you throw it out there you try like like are you gonna Gonna do another show, um, like at the, at the the place that they did it last time. We are. It's just nothing's confirmed yet. Because that was a good like. That's the thing. Great like, venue. Y'all had a really yeah. good. Y'all had a good vibe. Good venue. Like good crowd. Like that's really yeah. all you can ask for. Like you never know what's gonna happen. Like yeah. I, I if I if I can get like a whole lineup of like killers, you know. Yeah. And maybe, like, finagle like a couple like really good good comics to come in. And there may be like 10, 15 people that show up yeah. at, at, at the bar. It's just a bust. And it's just, yeah. right. But you can't look at it like that. You have to look at it as like, like, it, like, like for, hey, you got these people to come to this to the show. Period. Like, yeah, yeah, like if I'm on the show, I got to act like, all right, this is the best that you're going to get. Like, yeah. I'm going to give you the best that I have right now. And, um, but yeah, like, I've had, a, I, there was one show at the North End that was so bad that, like, I, I just kind of like just questioned I just everything. I checked out like yeah. the, the, the third show I ever did at the North the uh, third ugly baby show I was dressed up like a fucking um, <laughs> like if you go on my Instagram you, you can see the yeah. like the picture like I'm in like a like I'm dressed like a sailor like a like a ship captain I can see you dressed I, up as a sailor well I was trying to match the baby picture Oh. And yeah, because like the previous one I had, I wore like a Batman onesie because the baby yeah. was wearing a Batman onesie. So I thought oh, I'll just run that back and do it again. Uh-huh. And it was a huge disaster. Like the show wasn't like, I mean, there wasn't as many people. And like I put, like, again, I put expectations higher than they should have been. And halfway through the show, I just got like drunk and like, like something happened where like I went into like this weird rabbit hole like depression and yeah like by the end of the show like i'm still having to host <laughs> i got a drink in my hand i'm wearing sunglasses <laughs> and it's like all part of the thing and people are starting to laugh and it's going all right but like in my in my head i was like yeah checked out like yeah. i like i didn't i didn't do comedy for like two weeks after that like, uh, I, I i couldn't yeah i, was I, I feel you on that drained like, Oh, dude, it, it gets draining sometimes. You never know when it's going to happen. Like when you when you feel like your place just so full, and it's like it, it's. I always tell people, I'm like, they're like, well, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing's wrong. It's just when your plate's over full. Yeah, full, especially like, like, like I I got I got a few shows coming up. I'm doing a lot of episodes of the podcast, 
and people don't understand the time that I'm editing, that I'm doing this, that yeah. I'm doing that. Then, then I'm also trying to write jokes and go to open mics. It's insane where you're just like, you got to find like, a balance. I, I need to breathe. Yeah. No, you a hundred, like that was, that was, well, that was my problem. Cause like I was, you know, originally the ugly baby show was only going to be once mm -hmm. a month. Yeah. And then it became once every two weeks. And now it's every, like since February, it's been every week. So I'm producing a Sunday show and a Tuesday show. And now like well, you're getting on stage and it's too, Fridays, which now. is great. Like I have a show tonight that I'm, that I kind of co-producing and hosting tonight at the North end, which is basically where I work, you know, like it's, you, you got to find time for yourself. Like I always <laughs> yeah, give yeah. myself like a day off yeah. where I don't do anything comedy related Yeah, because I have to like, decompress and some like I'll play basketball or like I'll go see a movie or you know drive around get some get a good lunch and you know yeah. like don't do like 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 overload don't overload yeah. like I'll be at haha -ha, like like Monday nights Wednesday nights Thursday nights working the door yeah. right and it's just that's where I could sit down and actually write jokes because like for I'm in sure. that booth I don't have to do anything for a couple hours but like put wristbands on and then write jokes and yeah. like that's you got to figure out the, the schedule for yourself. But like 100%. It, it yeah. honestly gets easier to manage the, yeah. the, the more you do it. Yeah. And that, that's the hope. But before before we uh, we close this out, um, I always like to have the ending segment be about your advice to the, the newcomer that wants to come to comedy or it's just been in. So like that guy that's maybe he's writing jokes, but he doesn't have the courage to step on this step on an open mic yet or the guy that you know just started doing open mics and really wants to know his next step yeah well you know i get asked this a lot um just because you know people see me doing it and, and they're like oh like how, how long like how long does it take you to get like you're my inspiration yeah shit. which is you know <laughs> i i always look at it like you have to like if you've never done it before and you feel like, oh, I could do this. Like, I always say the same thing, write. Like, cause some people think that like, when you go like, they think like with comics, like comics just go up there and just talk. Yeah. And then it's just like, that's, you I mean like, it, sometimes it can be that, you know, but like more often than not, like it starts on, on the page or you gotta write it. Yeah. So I would say, write out whatever you think is funny. <laughs> right like like a journal entry yeah in a way like write out like some funny stories and then time it but also like understand like the structure of a joke right like you could fit more jokes in if you if you do less stories like i would i would my advice for a new comic who's never done it before is don't go in with like a story go in with like little jokes that you would tell in a story yeah. You know, like find as many as you can, take them all out, get enough for five minutes and then just go try them out and see what's up. Like, you know, you could write a story about something that happened to you the other day and then you go, oh, this actually would be a good topic for a joke. And then you, all you got to do is take one sentence out and then there it is. But yeah. also, who gives a shit? Like, just get, on just get up there and do it. Yeah. Like people are going to people are going to laugh the first time you go up because they it's encouragement, you know, yeah. and like they they want you to feel good you know yeah. i guess like uh but that's or the they won't or they won't <laughs> yeah. and, and that's fine be, and you may never do it, it again be, yeah but 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 i always say i always say write it out write out everything that you think is funny 
like figure out you'll figure out your voice uh, eventually like yeah 100%. mine was different though because i well actually no maybe it's not maybe that's not, maybe this actually could help mm-hmm. i knew i was gonna be doing ugly baby jokes mm-hmm. from the very beginning yeah and i knew that that's that was where i was gonna lean um over time i figured out oh okay this is the direction i'm, I'm gonna really take it with that one thing but just f- like write a bunch of stuff about yourself. Yeah, make it personal. Make it like do some like self reflection. What are you insecure about? Like anything like that, and you can literally like you know. I mean, if you're like me, you'll have like a gold mine of shit. Yeah, you know. But you got to be honest with yourself. I always tell people um, that what I did was I I wrote for like two months. Then I practiced, 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 practiced my five minutes. I'm like, this is gonna be my five minutes. This is gonna be great. And I, I actually did keep one of the jokes. Yeah. But like every other joke, I've discarded. You right. Know? But I had my five minutes ready, and I had it timed down. So when I went in, there was no guessing. Right. You know, like I just, I had five minutes, and that's all I needed. And I ended up getting laughs during, during that that so it's like I don't have any I think I only have one for my original five minutes yeah it's like get one baby just if you get yeah that's what I'm saying like if you like when you get a laugh and always record your stuff too yeah like when you get a laugh like go back and like like you can have like a shitty set but you get one good laugh focus on that joke and try to figure out what it was that made them laugh and then how you can keep that momentum up and just keep it like you know like if you have a good one liner yeah great keep you know just try to mind that just you know? uh, for me I, it's always strong for me to remember that jokes aren't funny until i make them public right because they could be funny to me all they want oh but all, until all someone else thinks are. they're funny it's not really funny <laughs> i think my jokes are fucking yeah. great yeah. until Every like joke. i do them yeah. and i'm like all right well this one maybe scratch it scratch, scratch 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 and also the three i think some people don't agree with this but i just personally think that if you try out a joke three times and all three times it doesn't work three strikes you're Dude, out i do the three strikes rule yeah that's you, that's my my I thing mean, if you want to keep trying keep trying maybe you'll figure it out but like i've never like I just, I, I just know after the second time I do it, I'm like, yeah, this, this joke. I, I talked dude. to like a brand new guy um, yesterday, and he's like, he's like, I don't know about that because you know, I, I tried this one joke and it didn't hit for like a month and a half. Now it's good, and I'm like, well, then maybe it worked. I'm like, him, yeah. I'm like, did you change it? He's like, yeah. I, t- I I'm like, so then there, yeah, there you go. I'm yeah, like, there could have been something there, but you didn't write it correctly, or, or you just didn't say it yeah, right. Yeah, it's like it, you got to get the timing down, delivery, but like. Once you, I was about to say, once you you do mics, you're going to have like a certain timing where you know the joke's supposed to be. Yeah. And when you bring it up on stage three times and it bombs three consecutive times, <laughs> don't do it. It's like step away from it. Or unless that, if that if that's the style of comedy that you want, then I'd say well, <laughs> move that to the front. Dude, I uh, <laughs> just start with that. I literally. One, one week, I was like, man, I got all new material. I got a new five minutes that's just going to crush. Yeah. And three open mics in a row, it's just like, boom, boom, boom. And I did it three days in a row. <laughs> yeah. So I went through, like, multiple open mics a day and bombed at 
like it was like six or seven times. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm like, how? Like, I was just like so begone with myself. I'm like, how am I not getting laughs? I'm like, oh, they're not funny. They're just. It's yeah. just. Yeah, it's just not funny. Like, yeah, that's just it. I had a joke where I said something about because um, I thought it was funny that this girl was like. Uh, they're like 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 how like what like what's the vibe like in the, in the bar and she was like oh there's there's jazz people in there and i said well that's a little racist and uh nobody else got what i was saying <laughs> but i was like because <laughs> there were black people in there she was like oh there's jazz people in there and i was like i don't think they prefer to be called jazz people and nobody <laughs> nobody thought that was I, like someone said he goes yeah. oh i get it it's funny and I'm like, so i was like all right maybe i'll just say it on stage <laughs> three times and each time I was like all right I guess it's just yeah, I guess dude. I'm never gonna you're the only this is the first time I've ever said it like outside of that jazz yeah. jazz people yeah I again I think everything I come up with is funny just dude, off I mean like you you have to think you're funny for you even give comedy a shot well, you know so. the other thing too last piece of advice if you're gonna tell a joke and you know the joke is maybe a little like towing the line or whatever it could be you know like i like what i do with my ugly baby shit you got to have confidence in your writing yeah. if you go up there and you're like looking down or you're like whatever and like you know like your voice gets like a little more timid yeah. then then people are going to feel uncomfortable if you go out there chest out shoulders up and you tell that joke and you're like, I'm a fucking whatever. I'm an ugly baby. Like, whatever. <laughs> they will sense that. And they'll be like, okay, this guy, he knows. He's, you know, he's walking around. He's like, I'm, have I'm confidence gonna, I'm gonna in the shit. I'm going to clip the shit out of that. You're like, chest down. Chest down. Hey, I'm an ugly baby. <laughs> I'm an ugly baby. That's right. But that's the thing. Like, you have to, like, you have to be confident in, like, Believe the shit yourself. you're saying. Believe, Believe in, in the words. Because, you know, like, I always say, like, words have power, but it's the power behind it yeah like you saying it words are right. it all we're, depends we're on how you say we're closing on the last seconds yeah. here any anything to close us out uh follow me at shay.freeman uh and come to an ugly baby show hey all of his social media will be just put down in the description guys thank you so much shay paul for coming you're on. good man and uh have a good day guys peace out number 100